This is Lekker. I'm Lucy Dearlove. This month, Hot Pot is for Everyone, with Melanie Shu. Alright, let's buy some coriander for dipping sauce. Great. And let's get some mushrooms as well. got some Chinese leaf at home already for some veggies to go in. Right. Could get some, let's get some morning glory, that'll be nice. I really like it and their little hollow tubes are very good for um, hot pot. Where is Andrew with his trolley? (laughs) (laughs) I guess I should probably take a step back and ask you to explain what it is to somebody if somebody had never heard of it before how would you describe it uh yeah so i would say hot pot i guess in it's like basest most simplest form i would consider hot pot as we're discussing it to be like you take a big bowl of broth of some sort flavored broth of some sort and then it comes on the t- dinner table and there needs to be a heat source. And then what you do is you put in all your raw ingredients and you cook it in that broth and you eat that at the table. I think those are what, that's what I would consider to be like the fundamental sort of pillars of hot pot. Oh, is that the one where you cut it and it's got the holes in it? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. It's so tasty and hot pot. Mm. Just so tasty in general, big fan. Let's get some uh, soybean sprouts. Soybean sprouts, great. Um, which are nice and soupy. Because I know there's like other things that are like called hot pot and like that sort of thing. But I think yeah, like, like a Lancashire hot pot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like the same hot thing. Pot. And like I think like you know like certain sort of like um, Korean stews as well. But okay, I think like okay. when I think about like hot pot, I think of cooking it at the table in a broth and like you know that broth gets kind of like cooked down and like more complicated over time and like you eat it over time and that sort of thing I think like for me it's like um you're actively cooking all the time you know because there are like instances of it that you get kind of sort of um the, the ingredients are all in the pot and like the broth's in there and you cook it and then you bring it over and like that's also a hot pot, but I wouldn't consider it the same type of hot yeah, pot. Does okay. that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of like maybe splitting hairs, but like... Um... No, it's you answering the question. <laughs> you know, you can be as, as dictatorial um, as you like. But for me, it's definitely like there's a heat source on the table. Mm-hmm. There's a big bowl of broth in the middle of the table. And the idea is that you're like cooking things in that to like eat. And you can do that kind of like as a constant stream. And then, wow, this place is amazing. I love it so much. <laughs> like, there are like closer like Chinese supermarkets but to us. It's just not as good. But it's just not as good and I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, so, let's get some oh tofu. Got some of that already, some deep fried tofu. I think we've got some rice cakes at home actually, so we can put those in. Um, let's put in, let's get some of this. When it comes to hot pot, I'm very much like obsessed with the, the, 
the vegetables mm. and like the vegetarian side of it. So I like the meaty bits and they're good. And I certainly wouldn't like skip out on it. But like personally, I'm just very obsessed with having a really big variety of like vegetables and stuff because they soak up all the broth mm. and like that's where you get all the different textures and stuff. Absolutely would have like lotus fruit. Love some like bamboo shoots there. Like, you know, as ridiculous variety of different tofus is like ideal loads of different types of mushrooms they're also great in it um like lots of kind of like leafy greens because they kind of like soak up all of the oil in the sauce and it's sort of uh, I just love anything that like takes up all the flavor of the spicy broth basically so yeah like for me it's actually like loads of vegetables right I'm gonna get us some of the frozen meats thinly cut ones um oh yeah to get some of that and then i think over there they'll have some like lamb lamb mm. as well so it's kind of like normally it's like thinly cut beef or thinly cut lamb mm -hmm. you can have chicken and pork and stuff as well um it's just a it's just a preference Europe's number one sliced meat brand. <laughs> what else should you go for? Um, my one caveat is you have to have spam. I would like, right, okay. not accept a hot pot without spam. I mean, obviously I will, but I would really encourage everyone. It would not go unnoticed. <laughs> I would really encourage everyone to have spam in their hot pot because it's just And so do you just delicious. slice it and put it in? Yeah, you just slice it and put it in. And it's delicious. Game changer. I've never had it non-fried. Really? Yeah. Right. It's great. It's amazing. Okay. It's one of my favourite things. You've always had it, like, or like luncheon meat in like some form. Like, mm. like, like it's always been part of like hot pot for me. So how do you generally approach like buying hot pot ingredients? Like, do you have like a number per person? Um, you, or like, do you not really think about that? No, just... because I'm like a chronic overfeeder. So basically it's always fine. I always put too much on that. It's much better that way though. Um, I'm probably more just uh, going into the shop, seeing what there is yeah. and being like, this is what I'd like to have today yeah. kind yeah. of feeling. But every time we have hot pot at home, I always make far too much of it. <laughs> I chop too much up and then we're like eating chopped up stuff for days. Um, <laughs> yeah, what's I, the leftover situation like? Um, it's fine because it's like uncooked stuff, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so like you, just you, raw, can, yeah. you can like use it for other things yeah. or you yeah, can like good, do yeah. a sort of like gangor thing, which is basically like a dry hot pot. Like you can stir fry it with the stuff. It's not really too much of a problem. And like mm. not enough food makes me very nervous. I don't know why, like really I can't deal with it. It makes me really like stressed. Yeah, yeah, I, I understand that. <laughs> the other thing that I like, but I don't ever really do at home, partly because if I'm honest, don't know entirely where to get it. And like, I'm not very good at like prepping offal, but like, so, I'm not a big offal person, that's what I will confess. Mm. And I always feel like a little bit ashamed because I feel like I should be more of an offal person. And you know, it's very good to like eat all parts of the animal. I agree with all of yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I never really find myself thinking, mm, I just really want to eat some kidneys right now. <laughs> um, but offal and hot pot is like great. Like it's a great vehicle for it. Like, you know, like the flavors are really like good and strong. So I think 
for someone like me who sometimes finds like offal like a bit too Much. sort of like yeah like a bit bold it's really good because it really kind of like covers all of that up and it's then not the star of the show yeah and then you're just like in there with all the good textures because like I get it yeah. from like a textural point of view yeah, so I kind of yeah. like there's a lot of like stomach and like I think when um we often have like kind of like duck intestines and stuff mm. and like so when we go back to like China or like go to a restaurant that's kind of prepping all this stuff it's quite nice to yeah that would be to, quite intense to prep to okay. get to like yeah I don't even know where to start to be honest yeah. it would be a lot of googling and then a lot of like I still don't know if this is right <laughs> a really good um friend of mine his mum is like an absolutely phenomenal cook slash chef and I remember going to her home for hot pot and they do it like quite differently to us actually so they kind of like eat it almost in sort of like courses so it's kind of like all of like this ingredient's gonna go oh, in now wow. and they're gonna cook it and stuff so they did that with um with like kind of a sort of like awfully starter kind of thing so I think like all of the like little chicken hearts went in and like we all just had like chicken hearts for a bit and then like some of the intestines went in and we did that and that was really delicious very like, organized hot pot yes and like a very different way of doing it but I like that like I feel like hot pot's very kind of like you know flexible mm. you can do whatever you want with it and like I don't know it's like one of those things where I it's just not too precious you know like and right. like, like it's sort of like will um it's what you make of it yeah exactly um and yeah that's what I kind of like really like about it it's good I think the only order I have are there are certain things that like take longer to cook. Yeah, yeah. So like the lotus root, for example, like sometimes people put like potato in, so things like that, they just like go in first. Yeah. And then they're just like, you just leave them until they're done. But otherwise, I'm very much a, like, you throw in a bit of everything and then you just fish out what you want kind of thing. And like, I'm very kind of like, um, I'm very pro sort of like, you just kind of dump in en masse and then people pick out what they want. I have definitely like seen hot pot etiquette stuff where it's like, you can't take other people's things. And I'm like, what is that on about? Like, how do you even know what's your thing? Like right. once it's in the pot, it's in the communal pot guys. Like, <laughs> it's fair game. Yeah, it's fair game. You just take it out like, you know, don't be a dick. Like, because if someone's, I don't know, really desperately eyeing up something, don't take it from them. But, but also. Yeah, but otherwise like, uh, I've never, yeah, I've never felt like there's any particular rules. Um, maybe I'm just blindly wading through hot pot, like offending everyone <laughs> that I know, but no one said anything to me about it. Or maybe yeah. you're the true expert. Maybe. It's everyone else. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's true either. But certainly I've never felt like there's this sort of like, oh, I've put this in, so it's mine. Right, I think right, right, right. It's the only time when that is obvious is kind of like if you put in sort of like the really thinly sliced meats that you often get, or like offal, so they don't go in for very long. Yeah, so often yeah. you like hold on to that in your chopsticks, in which case no one's going to take that yeah, from that'll you. Yeah, that would be weird. <laughs> but that's like a, you know, the reason for that is about timing. It's not to hold on to it. It's like your food. Yeah. So I feel like, yeah, like that, um, I, I protest against that. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's fair. It kind of goes against the ethos of this, like, communal... Once it's in the pot, I think it's, like, it's everyone's pot. That's what I think. You can just take what you want. It's (laughs) it's absolutely fine. (laughs) So have you got the base? Yeah, so they do sell bases. Where are they? Here, yeah, so... 
The one that I get is very similar to this. Ooh. Um, but I basically just tends to, when we go back to China, I will normally tell someone stuff that I want and then my cousin will buy some for me and send them across. Pre-made bases is really what I would recommend because <laughs> they're really good and they make things very easy, <laughs> basically. Yeah. And like, you can make your own, but you know, like why, when you can <laughs> just buy a block of it yeah. for like four pounds. And cool. they probably do it a lot better than I could, to be honest. But I mean, I guess not specifically to like, Mala hot pot. I think there are other hot pots, which is quite easy to like yeah. do at home. But yeah. All right, let's go. I've literally never done a shop this speedy before. Yeah, that was. I feel impressive. Uncomfortable. <laughs> that is going so quickly because normally you get to the checkout and you're like, I'm just gonna. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel really like. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> so I'm from Chongqing and like there's like special sort of like Chongqing mala like hot pot. So like the spicy sort right. of like Sichuan peppercorn hot pot. And to be honest, that's pretty much all I ever have and like what I'm obsessed with and what I'm going to make us eat. And like I'm fully aware that there's like a million different varieties of hot pot. And I think... Like, you can get lots of them in, like, London and elsewhere now, but I literally just want this single type, <laughs> like, all the time. And that's pretty much what we did, like, when I was, like, young in Newcastle with my family as well. We'd go out and, like, there would always have to be a spicy broth on the, on the table. So is your first, me is your, like, earliest memories of it eating at home? Um, no, my earliest memories of it are having it when we go back to China. Okay, okay. So, and like, I loved it. And like, when I was a kid going back, and even now, like, the thing that I will request most regularly is that we can go, please, can we go out for a hot pot meal? Because like, I absolutely love it. Everyone knows that I love hot pot. So like, the various people we see are always like, do you want to come out for hot pot? And I'm like, absolutely, I will come out for hot pot. <laughs> Just have no restraint. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so like my earliest memories are like going back to China and like being taken out for a meal and like having hot pot out. Yeah. And I would love it because like whenever we go back as well, like often it's quite a lot of people. So, you know, like, like family are there or like family friends are there and they've brought lots of people. And like my memories of it are always like loads of us around the table. It's like quite noisy. It's quite chaotic. And like there's just loads of food. <laughs> Um, and it's really fun like it's my favorite thing about it is that it's social eating and I think that's what I love about you know eating and making big meals and dinners in general it's like the social aspect but hot pot is like that sort of like very much intensified. Like, can you remember the first time you as an adult like had it was that like a big moment like doing your own hot pot at home? Um, so I it wasn't actually too much of a big moment. The first time I can remember doing hot pot as a sort of adult was actually at university. Mm. So um, with one of my friends who uh, was also there, uh, we were such greedy, greedy people all the time. I can remember we were always like cooking together and it was so nice. It was like, um, 
such a nice like friendship and like relationship to like have mm. I think at university where we were just obsessed with food mm. uh, and I remember he cycled to my room with his rice cooker in his rucksack and we had hot pot in the rice cookers. Like, uh, you just like plug it in and stick it on the warm function, so. That's genius. Yeah, so that was like the first time I had like hot pot kind of like at home as a sort of like adult, mm. if that makes sense. So we just like did it on the floor in my, um, in my like room at, uh, at uni we were gonna use my rice cooker but we decided it was too small which I think was right because we were so greedy right and so we cycled over with like his with his and his backpack and we just like got all the things out and it was great and like so it was a really great memory and I loved it and I remember actually like being so full like you know when you actually like can feel how full you are yeah. and it kind of feels like you've eaten like up to like your throat yeah. and I, you're like I will never be hungry again yeah I, I remember that like distinctly because we absolutely stuffed ourselves but I feel like I didn't really like clock it as like this necessarily like momentous occasion which in like some way it was nice though it was that transition of like being away from home and like look we can still do hot pot yeah and doing it in your own way yeah but it felt quite natural like Mm. I think it felt quite like oh we can do hot pot yeah that's really easy the rice cooker is so clever so like if you don't have a yeah in general I'd say the one like slightly tricky thing about doing hot pot at home is that like portable stove right so like mm. if you don't have a camping stove already or you haven't like you don't have one for like hot one of those pot. little induction yeah like plugins. it can be a bit of a pain but if you've got a rice cooker yeah you can use it and like to be honest I imagine you can probably use like a slow cooker or whatever anyway yeah. you just need something that's like hot with a pot <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't do that on purpose I swear but <laughs> But that fundamentally is, that's all you need that is actually all you need <laughs> but a uh, rice cooker on its warm function or like even on its cook if you can do it with the lid open you mm. can just like turn it on and off as you need it yeah I've got I don't have a rice cooker but I've got an instant pot and like you could definitely do it in that oh yeah because it's got like a saute function even, oh yeah just so, put that yeah. on it is massive though be like <laughs> <laughs> No such thing as too much hot pot either. So like that is absolutely fine. The limit does not exist. Exactly, exactly. And like the larger the pot, the better, quite frankly. Yeah, so it's basically just chopping and washing, washing and chopping, nothing. Very complicated going on. Um, Okay, there's some meat stuff that needs to go in. Do the lotus root. Let's do the tofu and the spam. Do you want to get the spam out? Yeah, your job will be getting the spam out. Spam duty. We have very different methods. Oh yeah. With spam, as in like just oh getting it out of the can. Yeah, 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 yeah. Apologies. Yeah, Andrew's a brute force. that's not your preferred method. <laughs> no, but like, it is much faster. It's effective. It's much faster and more effective. Oh, there we go. Yeah, it's out. I like to do the like, squeeze and coax. <laughs> but I, I will fully, readily admit that Andrew's method is much faster. Should I push the garlic? Oh yeah, you can be on garlic crushers, you, because there does need to be quite a lot.
Oh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> I love it, it's so nice. And then, what is there? Prawns, which I think we can just put straight in. And fish cake. Fish cake I'll do on a chopping board though. This is very beautiful spam, Andrew. I love it. It's like when you firm slices of avocado. Yeah, it's very lovely. lovely. Yeah. That's for guests only. I don't know where you should get that. That's a special spam. Yeah. Oh, what's that? Oh, that's fish cake. Yeah. Mm. Some fish cake right. and some fish rolls, which are, I would say, only very subtly different in flavour, as mm. in the types that I bought, which I thought they were going to be more different than they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> they look different on the plate. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they are different shapes, and that does make a difference. Mm. So, but the flavour profile is quite mm -hmm. similar. Right. Need to chop some coriander and then make the soup broth and then I think maybe we're ready to eat. I think that like restaurants must feel like I feel when I do it for dinner. I'm just like, this is great. This is such a good con. Like everyone's like, oh my God, this looks amazing. It's so exciting seeing everything on the table. And I'm like, I've literally not cooked anything. I've made a stock. That's it. Get going. I guess you could, be, you're the hot pot curator. No, that's the... Yeah. You've, you've selected the best possible ingredients. Yeah, that's me. Good time. That's me. <laughs> great though because I've been sort of been thinking about this a lot recently and especially because since being obsessed with kitchens mm. like the idea of how the most impressive like in the I feel like you know like British food culture the most impressive dinner party like in the sort of heyday of dinner parties which I guess like the 70s 80s 90s mm. would be you know three courses which would basically require whoever was cooking to be essentially chained to the stove for the entire you know if you're like doing I don't know a crepe Suzette or something you yeah know, you've got to be you've got to be there which kind of undermines the whole point of having people around for dinner, which is to see them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, they're not, they would go to a restaurant if they really wanted a good meal. Like they're there to see you and it just seems really ridiculous. That... It's true, I agree. So hot pot is the ideal. Yeah. I, Everybody wins. <laughs> everybody should do hot pot. Dinner parties should just be hot pot from, for everybody forever. <laughs> Because like, I didn't realise the bases were so kind of widely available. I guess that I just never really thought about it. And I just assumed everyone eating hot pot at home was like making their own basis. And I was like, I just don't know if I can do that. That just seems really intense. And I, you know, I've made stock and so, yeah, soup broth, but like, that's a lot. Um, but now I was like, I was like, I could do hot pot at home. You can do hot pot at home. It's so easy. I think, I think certainly like buying bases has become easier in like mm. recent years. I think for sort of, like the last three, four years or something, mm. like it's been a lot easier and there's been like way more variety. And mm. there's always been something that there's always been like certain types of like bases that you can add. But I think kind of like, you know, like a a mala sort of like quite authentic, I say in inverted commas, but you know, like sort of has all the spices and the peppercorns and stuff in it, like looks quite fancy. Yeah. That's quite a sort of like recent thing that's like made it over here okay, yeah. to me. And like normally that's something that I would have like brought back from China. Like, okay. Um, you know, but kind of, like, I think the last sort of like 
few years they've been quite like widely available and I think like you know Heidi Lau and stuff like that mm. that's kind of like um their kind of super bases are kind of like everywhere as well so I feel oh, like really? they've kind of like contributed I, a lot to that being available and like just chains I guess like more hot pot chains making it over into yeah. sort of like more western cultures I feel like because you see a lot of like little lamb kind of stuff as well okay okay um I think that's kind of like been part of it but there's lots of like other like hot pot bases that you can do which are really easy to make at home like to be honest you could just do like a simple chicken stock mm. like sometimes at home like I think when I was like much younger in Newcastle like that's what we would do sometimes as well like I, you know I've talked about the mala only but that was like very much like if we go out there's definitely a spicy base but sometimes like at home just for like an easy meal mm. and actually hilariously my parents used to do it in the very early days in a fondue pot that they'd like oh bought in like TK Maxx or something I remember like this really like but cute little perfect. thing that we had exactly and that's what we used to use for it but I think a lot of the time then as well it would sort of be like if it was an easy sort of like quick hot pot dinner it would just be like a good like chicken stock or a good like master broth kind of thing that right. they've made um and you know you'd spice it up with like chili oil or whatever yeah. in terms of dipping sauce so it kind of like doesn't always need to be like really complicated and like you know bells and whistles and stuff it's just yeah. I think I um very much back myself into a corner because what <laughs> I want is spicy complicated like, yeah. Yeah, yeah so yeah. that's the one that I'm always like I want it and yeah whenever I like make it myself it's never quite as good as yeah, stuff yeah. you can get out of a packet so I just get it out of a packet what's the point <laughs> They normally say like one block of these for a pot, but I probably do like half and I feel like right, that's on yeah. the spicy side. Um, <laughs> so do you have to melt it first? I quite just... like to fry it off a little bit and I think that that is like what's suggested, but also if you just dumped it straight in, I It'll really don't think it would be a problem. Um, but these are, these blocks are, I think mostly like one animal fat of one way or the other. Yeah, so yeah. it's quite good to kind of like melt it off a bit yeah. and fry it. Get the spices going, I suppose, but I think they probably do that already. Yeah. Like pre-process. So I'm going to put out some separate meaty chopsticks. Mm -hmm. oh, I've got spares. Oh, okay, good. They can be meaty chopsticks. Yeah. But you know it's all going in like boiling broth i feel like if you're just like shove them in for a sensible amount of time Probably it's fine but you know if you're that way inclined you can also use a use a separate set of chopsticks look at it yeah so i normally add stock if i've got it but i think to be honest if you just had water that is actually also <laughs> fine like there's enough flavour in the base. Yeah. And it's kind of like, you know, I think it should be like a relaxed affair. Like what's nice about it is that it's like relatively gentle prep. So I don't mm -hmm. think there's any need to like stress yourself out being like, I've got to make stock for it or whatever. So if it's only water, you can do it. It's fine. I won't judge you. No hot pot etiquette here. Absolutely not. <laughs> That's it for So just wait for that to come to the bowl, right. and then I think that's it. Variety is key. Yeah. Like I think having a big spread of things, and I think kind of like that's why the sort of like hot pot buffet setup works so well, right? Because there's like so much stuff, and you can kind of like go and get a little a bit, bit of everything that yeah. you want. And yeah, I think if it's just you, it is quite hard to get 
that full spread. I guess every now and then every, you just want some hot pot. Maybe you can't round up enough people like while the urge is hitting. Yeah. It does like make me think of um, like, oh, this was like years ago, but there was like a, um, I can't remember what it's called, but they opened up like a sort of like singular person hot pot place in like Chinatown. Oh. And it was like quite, I guess unusually for the time maybe, it was like reviewed in quite a lot of the like big newspapers. Oh, really? So like the Guardian did it and like, yeah, I'm sure like Jay Rayner went and like the usual lot all kind yeah. of went and reviewed it. And I really can't remember the specifics of like the reviews anymore. Yeah. Um, but like my overriding memory was like, no one like really rated it, but mostly because all their articles were like, I don't understand how to eat hot pot. Therefore, right. I didn't enjoy eating hot pot. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like a classic, a classic broadsheet food review. Yeah, response. basically. And I was just like, at the time, I was, I remember reading them and being like, but surely like... Would you not have just asked one person yeah, to go like, with you? Or, I don't know. Like, I'm just like, isn't it your job to like figure out how to eat this like first? Like literally, so then yeah. you can like enjoy the food on the basis you would think of it. so. It's like someone going to review a play and being like, I actually didn't really know anything about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that there were intermissions. I felt like it really ruins the vibe and the flow for me. Really bad. It really interrupts, like, my, yeah. the narrative for me. Yeah, so there was... And I think, like, partly that was just sort of, like, you know, maybe, like, not great reviews, as in, like not great journalism if I'm mm. allowed to say that maybe I shouldn't say that no I think pretentious. you're allowed to say that. <laughs> um, but also I think part of that was because it's singular one person hot pot right like if you're there and it's like a group thing they would have had to have turned up with like a yeah. few people yeah that's true you would have like maybe had to have had someone who understood what was going on a little bit more and yeah. like I guess it's just like more convivial and it's like more social and it makes it a bit more fun I did think kind of yeah. like it being like a single person thing and then they were all uh, mostly they're complaining that they didn't understand how to do this thing and it felt like loads of fuss to do it for themselves and that sort of thing, you know? Yeah. Like, I think it suffered being a one-person hot pot. Yeah. But mostly it was just people being like, I don't understand what to do with, like, the utensils or how to, like, do stuff. And I was just like, but you just cook the food. It's interesting, though, because I do feel like... I do feel like the vibe has maybe changed in some... Maybe I'm... I mean, Jars Corrin still exists and has a job, so, like, maybe I'm... <laughs> being hasty here but I feel like Jay Rayner probably wouldn't write that review now which yeah is I like to think it wouldn't happen now and I think yeah. more people are aware of hot pot than they were like actually yeah, it's definitely. really funny that we're doing this now because like just in the last like couple of weeks or maybe it's because like hot pots on the mind and I'm noticing yeah, it it's so it? what a synchronicity yeah <laughs> it's so strange um but like Lots of people on like Instagram or whatever are like suddenly having hot pot. And they're oh, really? Not, like people who I would like necessarily have assumed would have hot pot regularly. I mean, it's not like any anyone can have hot pot. I don't really like that. I no, guess no, it's I just know what like, you mean. Yeah. Like, people who've not had hot pot before and are now... like posting pictures of going to hot pot. And I'm like, oh, great. I feel like, yeah, Jay Rayner or whoever or whoever like did the various reviews probably couldn't even like claim that level of sort of ignorance anymore mm. like I think mm. it probably like you couldn't write an article about being like I don't know how to eat this anymore because it's just kind of like yeah. more in the public consciousness right or at least in a London food scene consciousness maybe that's the right way yeah, of yeah. describing it yeah. um but like yeah I'd be shocked if sort of someone in one of the like 
big newspapers now was was just like I literally don't understand how this works and I'm like really you don't understand a boiling pot of like yeah. soup and then you put something in it like Look, it's, babe, it's basically just, fondue it's fondue like let me explain <laughs> it to you in you terms you understand all know how to do fondue so. you don't seem to have any trouble with those little forks <laughs> What I love when you go to a hot pot restaurant is they'll often just have like giant bowls full of crushed garlic, just like oh, huge mounds and it's just really glorious. Yeah. <laughs> Makes you really appreciate the effort that's gone into that as well. Yeah. They probably didn't even use a crusher, to be honest. Yeah, just chopped it. Much finer knife skills than uh, yeah. I've got. <laughs> Yeah, I felt quite overwhelmed by the sauces at Haidilau. Yeah, and I was like, trying to like work. Yeah, because they, they give you recipes, but I was like, what? what, what, what people do really eggs? complicated like, things, yeah. and I've never been a complicated sauce person. So okay, that's good to know. Always just like keep it simple. Yeah, garlic, sesame oil, salt, mm. and coriander if you want it. And mm. I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah, there was some sort of like viral TikTok. Hot pot sauce. What? Like, I kept seeing it. I can't remember what was in it now. Like, everyone was, everyone was making it. It was like, like, oh my god, you have to have. You this. have to try this hot pot sauce. Amazing. All right, it's Oh, I guess that's the other thing. Is like post hot pot. I feel like if you've done it properly, you will smell of garlic for like several days. Great. That is that is <laughs> like that's the other thing I should mention. It is good though, this is how you want the table to look, I think. Like, this is what I would consider to be a good amount. <laughs> yeah, this is the full table now. With the broth on. So, I would, yeah, just start shoving a few things in. Particularly, I'll put some lotus root in and the bamboo shoots because they take longer. Kind of normally the way we do it is we chuck a whole load of stuff in and you like everything has like you know different lengths of time to cook so you kind of like fish stuff out when it's ready but you wait for like a boil to come back at okay, least okay. normally yeah is what we do. Okay. I guess it's like it's one of those meals where I think I felt I felt very at home. I felt very, to be honest, like Chinese. I felt very much like I was from like Chongqing, like finally. So my Chinese is like horrible. You know, my family and my friends back there always make fun of my accent, probably mispronouncing a whole bunch of things here now. But like when we're just there and we're like eating, everyone's always like, oh my God, I can't believe you can eat the spicy broth. And like my parents would be like, yeah, she's fine. You know, it's so funny. She's only like six, but she loves it. She's totally fine with it. And I'd be like, yeah, I'm totally fine with it and great and you'd feel so like included and like you know uh, sort of uh, like um it'd be like yes we're finally peers <laughs> we're eating hot pot you know what I mean Thank you to Mel and her partner Andrew for their hot pot hospitality. I've never craved something so much when editing and I haven't
haven't done my instant pot hot pot yet I'm going to I'll report back thanks so much for listening to this episode I'd love to hear from you Uh, tell me your stories about hot pot what's your favourite sauce how do you like to eat it what goes in first what's your hot pot etiquette you can find Lekka on Twitter Instagram and now TikTok which is fun I'm having a great time there if you're in a position to do so, I'd really appreciate your support on Lekker, whether that's leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or telling your friends about it or buying some merch. You can find links to that in the show notes. Or if you're in a position to donate financially, either one-off or as a monthly Patreon, I'd be hugely grateful. It just means I can devote a little bit more time to making Lekker every month. Music in this episode is by Blue Dot Sessions. I will be back next month with another episode.